This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our own Jonathan M. Shipman, who is in the control room, has breaking audio from our friends at CBS Sports. Yes, sir. So this is from uh, about three hours ago. This is one Tony Romo on uh, the idea of the Dallas Cowboys paying Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. I think anytime you're basically in the NFL, quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, it doesn't matter. It's about the production. Are you winning? Are you helping your football team win? And are you producing? And, you know, Dak's done that since the moment he stepped on the field. So I think, you know, I've been asked this about 40 times today, but all three of these guys, their deals are going to get done. It's just fun for people to talk about while it's going on and, you know, when Zeke's going to come back. And But they're all you know great players and i think it's just a matter of time before they get paid i like hearing that because i agree with him man i mean i think he's a very reason you know him really well ben he's a very reasonable even killed kind of guy and i think he knows the joneses extremely well and i think he is right i think all three of these deals get done he's also a very smart guy and he's not going to say anything else <laughs> you know he's not gonna come out and say anything other than that right uh, but i wonder if he's the gm how he would handle it? I think oh, he if, put himself in at quarterback. If he was the G- <laughs> if he was the GM, what do you want to build around a, a running back? I mean, hold on, I've, hold on. I've hold said on. this before. Again, the Cowboys have painted themselves into the corner themselves in this. They, that's a little redundant. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> They've painted themselves into a corner. They've done it to themselves because while a position is losing its value across the league, they made it the most important position on their team. They used a top five pick. They give them the ball nonstop. So, <laughs> I mean, they've cornered themselves with this, and they have no backup on the roster. So Zeke's got them held hostage. You know, uh, they put Dak into a situation early on, surrounded by an amazing supporting cast, elite running back, unbelievable offensive line. They asked him, just, you don't have to do that much. Just don't make mistakes. Of course, he's in a position to get paid a ton of money right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, they truly don't have to overpay him, though. They I mean, can. They it, can. They seriously. They, you if you don't if you don't go down that road if you're not willing to play ball uh, on what he wants, mm-hmm. that's fine. But it's going to be fast tracked towards a divorce and go find a new quarterback. Or you just pay him whatever the market value is in three years. Because their 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 idea is this: they're going to structure that Zeke deal to where they're not married to him in three three years. Mm-hmm. And so, if this is your Super Bowl window, everything is in favor for them to just go ahead and play one more year of Dak and then franchise him for a year. And then if he's still one of the, if at that point you'll know for sure if he's a top five quarterback and then you just pay market value because your roster is going to constantly churn over anyways. So they have got to, to your point, they've got to keep Zeke during the quote unquote Super Bowl window. And Tony was saying that he's answered that question 40 times today. CBS uh, sports rolled out their NFL announcer lineups. For, for the year, obviously, Tony and Nance, number one. Mm-hmm. Odd choice for CBS to go with Dan Fouts as their number two color yes! guy. It's really strange. They have Kevin Harlan and Rich Gannon right there to be number two, What's but they've Dan made them doing? like number four. 
That's real strange by CBS. I love so, Dan Fouts. He sounds so much like Will Arnett. Where Tony's smart, though, is by not getting into any number. Don't say a number if you're going to answer that question. If you, if you don't want headlines attack and you don't want to be beaten down on Twitter or whatever all day or people knocking on your door, never say a number. Dude, he Just is, say things. He's brilliant, and he understands the weight of what his words are and how they're measured. And he also knows that he's talking about the guy who took his job, and he's talking about the Cowboys quarterback, and he's hyper aware of all of that. I want to know what he really thinks. You know what's awesome, though? I didn't even consider this, Ben. If they had allowed him to be the GM, he could have given himself like a $1 million quarterback salary and a gigantic general manager salary that wouldn't have counted against the cap. <laughs> so then he could have gotten his money and yep. had all the guys around him. That's yeah. the next thing is to have your quarterback be your GM. Then you save. I like that. I like that. And still be the coach. He could just have the helmet on over there coaching Mm -hmm. the defense and then go back in when it's on offense. Does that make you question a little bit if that's where the league is going? If that's the the new trend in the league, the quarterbacks of the GM, does that make you question, you know, the drafting of guys like Paxton Lynch and stuff (laughs) moving forward? You know what? So we're doing a funny (laughs) bit right now, but I do want to throw this out. And by the way, coming up at 440, coming up at 440, we'll do uh, tell us what you're thinking where we will load up the phones at 877-881-1053. Let's go off on Dak. Let's go back to the phones. Hold on, Shannon. We'll go off on Dak, on Payne Zeke. If you want to weigh in on the time change with the shows, anything you want to talk about, you can tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you're thinking. At 440. But I do, this was brought up today. I was listening to the morning show driving around, and we've kicked this idea around before on the show. I really think that the NFL needs two huge changes with their structure, and I think it would solve all of their problems. Number one, like in the NBA, they have this Derrick Rose rule where if a rookie achieves these super high uh, numbers, he gets rewarded for it. If they had a similar thing with rookie like running backs or offensive players, if they achieve certain milestones, they get their free agency one year sooner, that would alleviate running backs getting abused because they absolutely get abused. Did you guys see the story that there is now a group advocating for a running back union? Oh, my God. Are you serious? That makes sense. And and But it's... It does, when you think about it, then you go, well, they have a players union. The problem is that the players union has to think about every position. Mm -hmm. But if they had, there's two things. One, rookies that achieve certain milestones can achieve free agency sooner, so they're not penalized. And then number two, why not have a designated player exception? So you have one player that you designate to pay outside of your salary cap. And that way you don't have a guy like Dak Prescott screwing over his teammates. And it and because right now the and, and I heard Bassick talk about this really eloquently and he was referring to the way baseball is structured, but you the reason baseball with the players union doesn't want a salary cap is because they don't want fans turning against the players when the players cannibalize the salary cap, which and, is what's happening right now to the is, Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. So if you had a designated players exception, then you could designate one player that you pay outside of the salary cap, and then he doesn't cannibalize the salary cap, and then that's up to the owner of a team. To decide how much in his pocket he wants to go into it. Hmm. Okay, so if that was the case, well, everybody would just do quarterback, right? Absolutely. And then you solve all those problems. And hey, do we not think that the NFL has enough money to carry this? And you know what they can do too? They could actually do a pool where small markets get to tap into bigger markets. There's more than enough TV money to do this. They just advocate part of that sliver of TV money over here. I mean, Ooh, I love that. That's great. And it solves all of your problems. All of them? Well, no, it just creates new problems. Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. KT, where do you think we're headed 
with Hard Knocks. Well, there's a, a rumor circulating today that HBO is making plans to do a Hard Knocks style show later this season featuring four college universities. Okay. The four colleges that have been pinned down. And again, the format is not out there yet besides Hard Knocks style. You don't know if it'll be one week or a long time. Mm -hmm. The four universities that have been chosen for now is Alabama, okay, in the southeast. In the southwest, it's Arizona State and uh, Herm Edwards. The Herm. Penn State up in the northeast. We are Mizzou. Not Mizzou, Shippy, but in the northwest. Mike Leach's Washington State oh, University. Oh, oh, oh. Now, again, nothing final here. HBO has just agree. chosen the four programs to run a Hard Knocks-like show later in the season. They don't know yet. Okay, they so, don't, like, it's not, nothing's concrete here. But to me, it makes so much sense. Because if, if you think about Hard Knocks, they put a lot of money into that. But it's just training camp. It's just a three- or four-week show. Like mm-hmm. It's not a, some big year-long thing like All or Nothing is on Amazon. It's just a quick thing. You could easily do four of these and just do a week inside their facility getting ready for is, one game. Is it good for college or bad for college to show that? Like I'm wondering who benefits from this. HBO. Um obviously they do, but is it good for the college? It's good for recruiting. I mean, it's, it's it's good if it's a good look. Mm-hmm. If it's do you have the ability to control the narrative or right. is it hey, we're letting your cameras in whatever you guys find, whatever way you spin it. Mm-hmm. There's no way they would allow that, right? Because it could expose uh, the giant corrupt machine of college sports, you know, showing that kids, you know, don't have money to eat and stuff and their time's right. all taken. I mean, it could, you could even, I mean, I don't know how that would work. Well, I look at the specific universities here for Alabama. They don't really need any type of, you know, publicity or anything. But you look at the other schools, Pullman, Washington is about out in the middle of nowhere as you can get. It gets snowy, bro. So the Mike Leach thing obviously makes sense because of him. But also for recruiting. Arizona State is now with Herm Edwards. They had a good year last year. That's a very popular school with so many hot chicks, but they could use that. And right now, Penn State is not talked about with Michigan and Ohio State as Mm -hmm. much as they probably should be. So Penn State would definitely benefit from that in the Big Ten. It seems like they'd want to do Michigan just so they can follow old Harbaugh around. Yeah, he might not allow it. They need to, instead of doing this, they just need to do a show called Off the Leech. Where he's just mic'd oh, up at all times. I love that. <laughs> About 24-hour access to Mike Leach. How is that not a thing already? Let's do that right now. <laughs> Let's get that going just immediately. Just text him and see if we can get a film crew and just follow him around. Because I don't. I actually don't think he would mind. Dude, I don't think he'd mind at all. He'd love it. <laughs> that's he is a done deal. He's the best. God, that's fantastic. Love that human. Okay, yeah, so we all win. And again, uh, Hard Knocks or All or Nothing I love it all, man. Even if I don't care about the team, I mean, they're so good at it. And it just creates all these these interesting narratives within something you're already passionate about, which is sports. But it's the whole reason that I like the Olympics. I'm, I'm not crazy about the Olympics when they come around, but if I sit down and I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, they just uh, spun this sweet narrative. And now I'm invested. I know more about the human being. I'm in. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They're great at that type of stuff. Yeah, all the human interest stories. I like the idea of them branching off into other areas, too. Yeah. Like, they could get into the apparel game, like work at a jeans company, and it could be called Hard Crotch. <laughs> that could be a good... I mean, if what? you wanted to really extend the brand, yes. Sir. Check your panties. Uh, hey. Tonight is the Hard Knocks episode that everyone is kind of waiting on, given the Antonio Brown situation that we've been talking about. Right. So, 
keep that in mind when you think about that and while you're wearing jeans. How far back are they usually? One week or two weeks from production? Or I think I think one. Okay, so they're recapping the last week. So they'll be recapping all yeah. of the helmet insanity. I think so. God, that's great for their show. It'd be cool, too, to have Gruden critique his performance from the week before. From an hour ago, pro football talk, which you always take with a grain of salt. Uh, well, are you getting you to compliment another football writer is like getting my wife to compliment another woman. No, specifically, it's not another football writer. Right? There's guys I like. Specifically, Mike Florio, who once asked, who's this fun guy? Because he was butthurt that I broke the Zeke news. Remember that? Hashtag yeah. Zeke nah, watch. I, hashtag I forgot Cabo. immediately. Uh, I'm a fun guy. He said uh, they will cover that in tonight's episode. That's what he said. So, okay. Whatever. I mean, it's, it's Florio, so, eh, you know. Okay, so we have a person on our show that has personal experience with this development. According to the Action Network, uh, the NBA is exploring the possibility of moving the deadline for announcing starting lineups before games earlier than it currently is. Now, they say here that it's 10 minutes. I thought it was like 17 minutes, but so the coaches don't have to turn in the lineups until 10 minutes. And they put it at the scores table and the opposing team and all that. And we've talked about this a million times. Carlisle does his presser at 5.45. Hey, Rick, uh, what, so is Dirk playing tonight? I'll tell you at 7.15 when everybody else finds out, you jerk. Where and are then, they playing, by the way? And then he grinds his teeth because he's so mad. Uh, well, the problem with that is that we are now fully admitting that all of sports is merely played so people can gamble. And so daily <laughs> fantasy sports people are like, I can't have Carlisle screw me over once again. I'm trying to bet money here. <laughs> and KT, you're one of these guys that was doing daily fantasy sports and you were screwed over every day by coaches not releasing the lineup till the very last minute. It sucks on DraftKings because you set your lineup and the East Coast games start at 6 p.m. And you're sitting there going at 5.30, you'd like to know if Miles Turner is going to play tonight or you know whatever spare NBA player you can come up with. Is he going to be in the lineup? I need to know. He's questionable. Can they tell me if he's starting? Because I'm filling out my daily lineup. It sucks that they, you have to wait forever. So this it's is not for, fair. This Ben, this is directly for the should I play Della Vadova tonight crowd. Because <laughs> when, <laughs> whenever someone's looking for, all right, man, I got one dollar left to spend. Uh, this guy's not active. What do you think about Della Vadova? Is he going to get a chance tonight? So we are super well, serving those folks. Remember now. the times we've had, it happened a couple times last year. We go, I don't know if Luca is going to play tonight. Right. You know. No. And you're like, oh crap. Well, that kind of affects how I'm going to play my lineup, mm-hmm. you know? No, you're right. I want him in there. I so would, it's, it's, it, it does affect a lot of people. If you're going to be really good at that, you need to look at, did your team play the night before? How many minutes has the guy played in the previous two weeks? Load management is a real thing. That is a real <clears throat> NBA reality. Yeah. And if you're going to do this DFS yeah. stuff, you, it's real for KT also. Yep. And uh, in terms of Carlisle grinding his teeth... <laughs> That's the greatest visual I've seen all day. I picture him as a guy who grinds his teeth a lot. And how how does he still have teeth? Can you please retweet that McMahon clip? It's the greatest thing of all time. So when we launched our new YouTube uh, channel, uh, we, want, we want you to go subscribe. We launched it, by the way, to create videos for 105.3 The Fan. And they just launched the part two oh my of gosh. the What's In My Mouth Challenge. So go to 105.3thefan.com and check awesome. that out. But the YouTube channel we created, it's an old channel that, I, you know, I look at it as social media. YouTube is just like Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any of these things. So I used to post all my family videos on there. And, and then one day, Carlisle was on Fox Sports Southwest on the post game, And it was when him and Rondo had their one of their biggest beefs. 
And uh, Tim McMahon is sitting there quizzing him about it. And I just zoomed in on Carlisle's face. And he's like, hey, man, uh, how many times? Hey, Tim, how many times do I got to answer this question? I mean, come on, I've answered it like three times. He goes, answer it once. You ain't answered it yet. (laughs) And Carlisle stared at McMahon and grinded his teeth. And his teeth started popping out of his mouth. (laughs) He was so mad. And it got 71,000 views. (laughs) Every other video had like 400 views, 300 views, <laughs> 71,000 views of that That's on our YouTube channel. It's incredible, too, because you see Carlisle's mouth is closed and you see his jaw just shift about five degrees <laughs> to the side. <laughs> so much anger. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.